welcome to the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by your hosts, Brian and Justin. There we go. Can you hear me now? Loud and clear. All right, there we go. I had a little bit of an issue. I uh, was trying to find my other AirPod, which I don't usually like lose an AirPod, but I took it out. I don't know. Anyway, I found it. I'm so glad. But I'll tell you, I am struggling today because I am living the Brian Carrick life and I was up at 3.30 this morning. Wow. That's usually- Yeah, I did not- Right. Well, and I haven't really talked to you, but so I was in California this weekend with my brother, Randy, okay. in the league. Shout Did out to Randy, golfing? random commando. Went golfing. And well, first of all, okay, so the golfing thing was so funny because, you know, I'm golfing in California. So I think, oh, this is going to be nice. Literally, it was like 40 degrees and pouring down rain because we got hit with that storm that you also got hit with this weekend. <laughs> literally wasn't, you couldn't have chosen a worse time to do it. Yeah. And it only happened on the Monday. Like literally Sunday was beautiful. Tuesday was great, but Monday, it, I mean, it felt like golfing in Washington, so I was right at home. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but I didn't tell you. So we go golfing yesterday. We played in a tournament with Randy. Teresa ended up playing with us. Great. Because her dad got injured, um, ah. and then my dad played. So that was a fun little foursome. But then, so we left about 2.30 to get to the airport. Me and my dad, we had a 4 o'clock flight. And we're on the plane about to take off. Like literally we've taxied. We're on like the runway about to take off. And they tell us, oh, by the way, the plane's broken. We're going to take you back in. Mm. Then they deplane, then they deplane us. And then every 30 minutes they're like, we'll tell you an update in 30 minutes. Long story short, our flight got canceled. So we flew out this morning at 6 a.m., which is why I was up at 3.30. Oh my God. Yeah, it was nuts. Which it's funny because I have been very lucky. I travel quite often. And this, I think, is the first time I've ever had a, a canceled flight that involved me having to leave the next day so i've been very lucky this was alaska uh, it was, yeah it was alaska and i guess in the in the end our flight ended up taking off last night at 10 p.m okay but at like seven o'clock they still didn't have a plan and at that point i was like dad i think we're better off to just get on a 6 a.m flight before they actually cancel it and then everyone takes up that flight mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of our plan of attack and then what was crazy is they also had a nine o'clock flight that then didn't leave till like midnight, which I didn't even know flights could get into Seattle at 3 a.m. So the oh, whole yeah. thing was just a cl- the whole thing was just a cluster. And then of course we had checked our bags, which oh. you, I know you were very against that, which now <laughs> I know true. why. So then true. we had to go down and there's some lady that's literally, I think, on the plane just grabbing bags and bringing them to us. So all in oh, all, it all God. worked out. We got home, but it was it was quite a quite a day yesterday. Oh my God. And then did you, you work today? Like normal, you're working now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was crazy. So flight at six got us into Seattle at nine, which that's when I start work. But I told my boss, Hey, I'll try to be there by 10. We actually were off the plane, had our bags, had our car and home in an hour, which I was pretty impressed by Alaska crushed or not Alaska, but SeaTac crushed it when it came. Wow. Wow. So So it was really not that bad of an experience. I mean, people were fuming. A lot of people missed connections. So a lot of people were having a worse night of it than me and my dad, who just like, you know, we were able to go back to Randy's and just spend an extra night. Mm. So it all worked out. But that was that was my fun end to our weekend. But other than that, golf was super fun. It was fun to see Emma. I'm sure Emma was thrilled your flight delayed and you came back for more. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. She's like, Oh my gosh. Like, I'm not kind of, I'm not really that sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate her honesty. I mean, really, I just wish that I would have known the flight was going to be canceled. I mean, that's the most annoying thing about a flight cancellation, right? Is you sit in the airport for five hours of like, what are we doing versus had you just told me, Oh, you can't leave till Tuesday. I right. could have eight more hours to hang out with Emma. So, you know, first world problems for sure. But um, it was an interesting experience to say the least. Well, it's so funny you bring that up because this weekend, uh, obviously we're going to see each other in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, as part of this, uh, I have to check my bag because I'm bringing bourbon. And so I have to check oh, funny. that bottle and I am just, I'm sick about it. I'm so annoyed that I have to do this. And uh, your story just on the heels of that doesn't help. That's all I want to share. All I will say is yes, the check bag thing. I understand why you hate it, but even though I checked my bag, even though our plane was still on the runway and all the bags were on the plane, within 10 minutes, they were able to give me and my dad our bag and we were out the door. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. I've never, I've never had a situation that I know of a person who's lost their luggage. I know it happens, but I've been very lucky and people that I know have been very lucky to never have it lost. And my family checks every bag, like every flight, every bag is checked. So my concern um, is not completely lost luggage it's just the so honestly my concern is having to wait 20 minutes for it i just want to get the hell out of the airport as soon as i land so that 20 minutes is what drives me batty it's not the risk that they're going to actually like lose any of my things 100 percent. well hopefully it'll come off the thing quick in SeaTac, and then on the way home from SeaTac, unless you have more bourbon then you can probably just carry on Right. That's the, that's the kind also, of positive energy. Side note, side note, for those of you that don't know, Brian is going to be in Seattle this weekend and on Sunday, him and I, and some of our loved ones, random commando, and some of my, some of my siblings are all going to the Seahawks game. And it is not lost on us as we were talking about it this weekend in California, that we are finally going like Randy and them are going to their first Seahawks game to watch Geno Smith. No, no Chris Carson, no Russell Wilson, <laughs> a Seahawks team that is pretty garbage this season. So yay. Like we couldn't even give our tickets away at this point. If nope. we went, if we wanted to go try to like get our money back, like we would have to pay somebody to take our tickets. It's true. So I am still very excited, but it's not lost on us that their first game will be a pretty, a pretty beat up Seahawks team. That looks I, pretty uh, I, And we bought them right before the injury. So in our defense, right. like literally we bought them and then he got injured. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, uh, it's it's crazy, and but I guess I guess Russell's coming back much sooner than expected. Like maybe this maybe this week. Like you think he'll play on Sunday? Because that would be nuts. There's a chance he'll play on Sunday. That's crazy. That'd be awesome. Then we then we'd be like, we'd look like we were super smart for having tickets to that game. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, at least we get to see Trevor Lawrence either way, and I'm pretty sure he'll lose the game for the uh, Jaguars. So. I don't know. It'll be a it'll be a matter of whether Geno Smith can do it. I thought I had high hopes for him, but he's kind of been blowing it. All right, I'm full of shit. Wilson is going to return week ten at the soonest. Yeah, I thought I thought that sounded wrong because I don't know if he's allowed to return. You're right. That's the problem. He's on IR. IR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but he is expected to be QB one on week ten. Yeah. All right. Anyway, enough of talk about us and our personal allegiance to the Seahawks. Let's get into. Oh my God. Are we supposed to be recording a podcast right now? Let's get in. Well, I mean, I know everybody likes the banter, Uh, but how can that was good. That was, that was a solid, we did a solid 10. That's like, you know, a good comedy routine. Everyone's got a solid 10. 
Yep. No, that was good. Uh, Tell us about NFL news. I I will. So Zach Wilson, quarterback for the Jets, he's out two to four weeks. It looked a lot worse. Uh, He injured his knee. Turns out it's a PCL strain, uh, sprain. So not a, uh, not a, not a terror, which was the the supposition. So he's out two to four weeks. They've um, God, that, you know, it's so funny. I have to, I have to look it up because their backup quarterback, literally no one's ever heard of him. Um, no, literally, we were watching the game and Randy was like, I have no idea who this person is that's quarterbacking this team. Right. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> and it's his name is Mike White. What's crazier is that apparently we're all in on Mike White because they traded Joe Flacco like two days after the injury. Now, granted, that trade was probably already in the works. Um yeah. but I mean this guy, this guy, Mike White, uh played college football at the University of South Florida and Western Kentucky. Uh, and he was drafted by the Cowboys in the fifth round of the 2018 draft. But obviously, he hasn't done much since, except now he has the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. So, I mean, I, I don't know how bet you, big of a step that up did, is. But I bet you he did not wake up on Sunday thinking that it's going to be the quarterback. When you have Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco in front of you, no, I wouldn't think that you would. And now look at him. So, yeah, also, so Joe Flacco's side, off also to – Also, side note, hold on. Side note about Mike White. Mike White, the name Mike White, he is a great director, directed the movie School of Rock. And also, for you and Brianna, because I know – I don't give you a lot of recommendations, but there is a TV show called White Lotus that you and her would love that you should watch. Okay. Directed by Mike White. So We might, we might check that note. out. So, I mean, so, so clarification, that is not the same White, Mike White. That is a different Mike White. <laughs> no, but yes, different Mike White. That'd be really cool though. I mean, anyway, so, maybe. okay. So I'm confused. So I'm confused about this Joe Flacco. So Joe Flacco was on the jets as a backup and he got traded to Philadelphia, correct? Right. That's right. Just two days after the injury. So they traded him to Philadelphia oh. for a conditional. <laughs> well, I, that's what I don't understand. They traded him for a conditional pick. Jalen hurts has been struggling. Who's the starter out in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. So, I mean, by all accounts, they're ready to bench him and they wanted a veteran to maybe, or maybe, maybe he's just coming in in a veteran like mentor role, who knows. But um, what's interesting about the trade is that they gave uh, uh, Philadelphia gave a fifth round or excuse me, a sixth round pick, I think, Uh, but it's conditional based on how much Joe Flacco starts in the remaining games this season, it could become a fifth fifth round pick. So uh, it's interesting because you can look at that either way. You might look at it like, uh, I interpret that to mean Philadelphia doesn't intend to bench Jalen Hurts, but wants the veteran on the team, which is why they gave the sixth conditional a fifth. But if Hurts gets injured or just continues to really blow it, then they might decide it's worth a fifth round pick to, to move him into the starting role. So it's interesting. So does this mean in our league, if I trade you for somebody and just say like, if they do really good, then I get them back. Like, can we make conditional <laughs> picks like that? <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Uh, uh, all right. Fair it's enough, interesting fair too, because Philadelphia t- technically is in the Deshaun Watson race and, and it doesn't seem like Deshaun Watson wants to go to Philadelphia. He's got the no trade clause. So it's his decision. So I think Philadelphia's off the table. I, I would assume that the Joe Flacco trade is a final nail in that coffin. At this point though, if you're Deshaun Watson, wouldn't you take like, a spot in the CFL? Like, I don't understand how you're holding out from different teams. Well, like, he's getting, he's, he's making money. I mean, he's doing just fine. And the, the, he really wants to go to Miami. Like I, I'm telling you right now, right here, right now, hundred dollar bet. He's going to Miami this week in a trade. It's going to happen. You think, do you, but do, does Miami trade Tua and give them to Houston? Yeah. Tua is going to go to Houston okay. along with like a first round pick or something. So. I mean, I don't know really what's going on with the coaches. And he, I mean, Houston's just not on my radar, but it, I think Tua, if he had a good coach, could really be, yeah. be something. Well, and Tua's been on fire the last two weeks, seemingly playing 
on audition because he knows his name's coming up every week. So he either wants to play well enough to be retained by the Dolphins, which is, I don't think going to happen, or more likely he's trying to play well enough so that when the Houston coaching staff is looking at tape, they're like, yeah, he's ready. Let's put him in. So as opposed to yeah, benching him behind Terod Taylor or anything else. I'm just curious what team he'd rather be on Miami or Houston at this point, like today. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I... <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be interesting. I, I feel like they both aren't great. Well, and it's funny because Miami specifically drafted uh, Jalen Waddle because they were uh, Alabama teammates together. And so, I mean, Hey, maybe, uh, maybe he goes in part of the deal. But... I mean, for what Deshaun, for what they were wanting for Deshaun Watson, maybe you almost would need to, you almost would need to, to, trade both of them yeah i don't I'm know pretty sh- i'm pretty sure waddle was their first round pick this past year uh, oh yeah number six six overall, overall. Wow. yeah so that that's 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 i just how do you give up a six overall Tua was up there as well Tua was number one or, overall, right was he and then you're going to trade that for Deshaun Watson, who theoretically might not even play for the next couple of years. Right. Uh, no, Tua was number five overall in the 2020 draft. But That's just crazy. I mean, if it happens, that'll be news everywhere all over. But yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah we'll see. But yeah, but so related to Houston, Trod Taylor's back. He's been on the IR. Um, David Mills has been starting. So Trod Taylor's back. He's going to go back into the starting role. So that'll happen this week. Uh, Devontae Adams. Over. Oh, hold on. Over under two quarters before he gets hurt again. <laughs> he's over he's, he's ready for his return okay okay how about seven seven quarters uh yeah so that, that i might take the under on okay okay all right sorry keep going uh Devonte adams green bay uh he's out on covid now so we'll see if he play i think they're playing thursday night so it's gonna be pretty quick uh turnaround so that's not gonna work out um yeah did you see this so brady threw his 600 touchdown pass career most most ever career touchdowns by anybody and mike evans didn't realize it gave the ball away to a fan did you see this yeah, I literally almost text you because I was going to ask you because, of course, I want to know what you would do. Are you ballsy enough that you would you would be like, no, I'm not giving you this ball back? <laughs> I if, uh, if I don't think guy, so. I don't think guy. so. Because well, I mean, I know I wouldn't. Right? I would like be like, yeah, here's the ball, and I'll give you a thousand dollars. Just don't like don't don't hate me, right? But I was curious with you. I was like, would you if you knew it was such a big ball and they're saying he could have, he could have fetched half a million half to a million. like $750,000 yep. for it. If you knew that, would you still have the balls to be like, I'm going to take this ball and you can pay me the money for it. And I'll, I don't think so, I could do it. I don't think so. And I'll tell you why I think that you would be a national villain and I think it would negatively impact your life. And I don't know for sure that you'd really be able to retain that ball and sell it. Like I could see something weird happening where like nobody paid you for it or, or, you know, the NFL got it back in a different way, but because obviously Canton wants the ball, right? If not Brady, but it's interesting because this guy, since he's gotten, uh, <laughs> my favorite part is the first thing that he got was a thousand dollar gift card to the team store, which is just, it's laughable, right? Like it's great, yeah. but at the same time, like, <laughs> great. I get, I'm going to get sure. like six jerseys in exchange for that football. Um, right. And then Brady said, uh, Brady said a couple things, but the first thing Brady said, because he's a big crypto guy. So he said he was going to give this guy one of his Bitcoins, which I think is hilarious. That's like 60 grand right there. Um, And then Brady also said he should have kept the ball and and negotiated harder. So I thought that was a funny comment because. 
Yeah, I did read that. I thought it was funny that Brady said that. And I feel like it's funny to say that now, but I also think he'd be pissed off if the guy was playing hardball. So Mm -hmm. I have a hard time believing that. But also, if you're Brady, do you care anymore? Like, yes, you're saying that ball probably goes to Canton. And I agree with you. But like, do you really think Brady really cares about like another ball? Like he's got so many records and so many things like, you know, I don't know. Here's and I I get that 600's a round number, but now for the rest of his career, every touchdown that Tom Brady throws is going to be the record for the most touchdown passes in a career. So like 601, 602, 610, 620, 630. Like assuming we get to 600 right. at some point. And then do you do we care about like, 600 anymore? Well, and like do you put weight like say he hit 700? Right. Which probably won't happen, but if he does because he's Tom Brady, is right. that a big deal? Because he's still is the record holder, like you said, from 699, 698, but because 700 is, you know, a nice round number, would that be a thing? It's just, right. it's interesting. But I, I think assume... my last, my last um, note on that, I think is, yeah, had that guy kept that ball, we were just talking about, it. you know, that guy that lost the Cubs, the, you know, years ago, the guy that like got in the way of that foul ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. that home run. I think he'd be that guy. Like, right. Infamous. In, and Twitter, and he would just be killed, so. I would have given it back for sure. I agree. Uh, final news I have as a, they benched Sam, uh, Sam Darnold. So, you know, it's the, the Sam Darnold experiment seems to have failed in Carolina. I think everybody thought, well, maybe Adam Gase is running him in New York and he'll get a fresh start out here and be better. And he's not, he's just playing like garbage. So they put PJ Walker in halfway through the game. And uh, I think this is the end of Sam Darnold's career, man. I think it's, uh, it's going to be a rough end of his season. Well, it won't be the end of the career. He'll go play backup for, couple more years and make some more millions and then yeah then it'll be done yeah uh well this is week eight we made it uh two weeks until the trade deadline which is on week 10 and that means just six weeks until the playoffs for the top four teams so we've got our first round of the playoffs week 15 and then the championship will be two weeks week 16 and 17 so yeah it'll be a quick wrap up here man time continues to fly yeah it's crazy to think that you know Football always comes and goes so quick. But well, why don't you why don't you take us through how it came this week, will you? Um, yeah, I would love to. Well, although I feel like you're why are your colors so weird? It's weird <laughs> I, to me. I don't I, know. I don't know. Like are, the are they... red, it's showing red for the winners. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. Here we go. Um, all right. So this week, Brian Carrick and Brianna Yamasaki got a win. I'm pretty excited about this. It. Can you believe it? I'm so excited. Win number two of the season, baby. Are you excited, though? Because, I mean... I'm playing for the Super Bowl, man. I am not competing for number one overall. Okay, I like it. I like that. So, um, so yeah. So, you and Brianna beat Nicole. Um, well done. I'm super happy for you. Uh, pretty close match between Lee and Randy, but Lee came out five points ahead. So, Lee is now five and two. Randy drops down to three and four. Um, Greg versus Drew. Drew also only by seven points. There were a lot of close games this week. Yeah. Any real, really, none of them were blowouts. Um, but Drew comes out victorious. And so him and Greg are now both three and four. Drew's kind of coming back. You know, he had a little bit of a rough start, but he's coming back. And then I couldn't believe it, but I was able to dethrone our champion, our unbeatable Mike. Well, I thought he was unbeatable. I thought he was going to crush me. Um, I look at you. But yeah, so that makes me. That makes me five and two, and Mike goes down to four and three. That makes you first place in the league. That makes me happy. Pretty yeah, because wasn't Mike first place for the last like three or four weeks? Oh yeah, yeah. So I have I have dethroned him. He's down to he's down to three. If the 
playoff started today, it'd be me, Lee, Mike, and Drew as uh, your playoff contenders. I like it. But everyone, I mean, pretty much there's what, five five people that are three and four? Four mm-hmm. people that are three and four. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're you're all two and five. So really, you're, you're almost there. Like you, you joke that you're like, oh, I'm playing for the Super Bowl, but I mean, you're still in. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. joking. I mean, I I'm the second good. highest scoring team, uh, third, third highest scoring team in the league. So I'd watch out. Hilarious. Well, take us through the awards for the week. What did, what did Sleeper have to say about our performances? <sighs> Sleeper had to say that you and Brianna were the best manager this week. You had a per- you had you set the perfect possible lineup. That's crazy. You, well, you know what the trick is: have all of your players on bye that are on the bench. I mean, that does help. <laughs> the bye the bye week was definitely rough. All I, all I of my bench players worried. are either suspended, injured, or on bye. So that's the yeah. secret. Oh my gosh, hilarious! Well done. Uh, worst manager that was Lee. Sorry, Lee. Wah 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 wah. Uh, we'll skip the blowouts because, like I said, there weren't really that big blowouts. We'll go to our player awards. QB of the week. This one's Ooh, shocking. Kind of surprising. Kind yeah. of surprising. Joe Burrow with 27 points, which also pretty low for a quarterback. So, was uh, <laughs> I, you know why? Because Pat Mahomes only scored like seven points. Pat Mahomes had a rough day, which is, I, I was, I was going to say the unofficial award of the week goes to Drew for survival of the week because he won despite the fact that Mahomes died on the field. So, it's amazing. I mean, at one point in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes had 0.4 fantasy points. <laughs> it's kind of scary, though, that he won with Pat Mahomes having that. Because, I mean, Pat Mahomes will carry your team. So if you can win without him, that's impressive. Well, the secret was he had Cooper Cup, who had 37.6 points, and Chris Godwin had 25 points. So that, I mean, those two guys carry. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried. I mean, if Pat Mahomes can play like Pat Mahomes, and then you also have Cooper Cup, who just seems unstoppable. There was some stat that it, I mean, he may be the top scoring fantasy player ever if he continues on this, on this and, trend. And I could have kept him for a fifth round pick, and I decided it wasn't worth it. Oh, that's it oh, hurts. That's, it hurts. I mean, he's he's easily going to be a top five, if not number one mm, overall in points. That's rough. Yeah. Oh, well. That's rough. That's rough. Live and learn. And also, you hey, you and Bri- you and Brianna are on the same team, so it's also her fault. It's all it's it's all Brianna's fault. She was the one who didn't want to keep him. That's not true. Yeah. Uh, running back of the week, Alvin Kamara, also kind of surprising. I feel like he hasn't had a huge impact this year. Well, play the Seahawks. That'll do it. <laughs> Shade. And then like we talked about Cooper cup, wide receiver of the week. He's too good. Oh, look um, at that. Kyle Pitts. Of the week. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Hey, isn't that the one I traded you? You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. He's doing great. Speaking of which, uh, I've got too many tight ends. So if somebody wants Tyler Hawkinson, he's sitting on the trading block. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I mean, I don't need him because I already got a tight end from you, but anybody else who needs one. Trade you for Gronk. Which I know. <laughs> I would think, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I'm, I'm key. He's going to come back stronger than ever. I can feel it. Okay. He's going to win. He's going to come back right before our, like, playoffs, and I'm going to win because of him. I just, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kicker of the week, Nick Folk, 13 points. He's in New England now. I didn't know that. That's good. Surprise. And then Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 24 points. That is a very high score for a defense. That's another reason that Drew survived the week. Yeah. He mentioned his receivers, but he also had this three inter- point performance. Three interceptions and only three points allowed. That's how you get 24 points. Two fumble recoveries. Who were they playing? Were they playing the Bears? 
I don't know, but man, whoever they were playing is a garbage team. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty sure it was the Bears. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mike and Nicole. I didn't mean it. Oh, yep, no, I didn't it mean it. Definitely the Bears, 38 to 3. Oh, my gosh. That was not meant to be shade thrown you, towards the Chicago fans. The Seahawks suck too. The Seahawks suck too. It's fine. Not that bad. Uh, um, all right. Uh, bench warmers <laughs> of the week. Our QB bench warmer was Mac Jones. Damian Harris, running back bench warmer of the week. I don't think he's on anybody's radar, but he's on Lee's team. There you go. Um, wide receiver, Christian Kirk. He's been pretty good, but, you know, that was me. It's fine. You Whatever. benched him. All right. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold up. I like Let's it. just take stock in the tight end and kicker bench warmers of the week. Guys, our tight end and kicker bench warmers of the week both had zero points. I don't – what does that what, mean? This is what, it just means that nobody had nobody a, had a tight, tight end, end or a kicker on their bench. Yeah, because bye weeks. It's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams bench warm of the week. They only had seven points. Honestly, because of the bye week, there were really no shocking bench warmers of the week. This is pretty standard. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, I mean that was week seven. That was week seven. So week eight this coming week. Can't wait to see what happens. You guys are all awesome. I love all of you. I love you too. Oh. I'm looking forward to watching the results of the Seahawks Jaguars game while sitting next to you and holding your hand this weekend. Yeah. We'll get you we'll get you three beers. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. Bye. Bye.